You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. If one look at the the thousands, the numbers initially when we started with the COVID. Um, the detection of those public servants who were involved in covert fraud it was more than 40000 that were uh, identified and after the um, ag and the um, atos team went through the data it dropped to 5813 and the same with the uh, the um, figure that's been punted by sasa that is 33833 that um, are involved in other um grant frauds that must still be determined to see whether those people are in the public service and indeed are guilty of this so that number may also um drop and um in the broader scheme of things that only um if you look at 40000 or so it's less than 0.5% of the public servants just to give some um background to this but of course it doesn't make it right so what happens um to the um identified individuals is that we now have to go through the pool especially the 33000 to determine whether those members are actually uh, members of the public service still and whether those grants that were um, allocated to them are not legitimate because we are talking now about grant support uh, child grant support we are talking about care dependency grant foster care grant disability grant and those are also um, grants that some public servants may be um, eligible for so um the first uh task is to determine then which of those 33000 are um legitimate and we are not and then to um in the process we write of course to the departments because the departments will know whether those persons are on their books or not to inform them of the persons identify them and then request them to institute disciplinary cases which we did um then also to have the departments to confirm that they are still in employ and um what we've done is we've um, created a task team with a um, sasa of course um as the investigating um, capacity that is now the south african social security agency but we also work with the um npa and also the um saps so um the idea is then that we identify those people and um write to them and request them that they either confirm by through a signing of an acknowledgement of debt and um through that process also then agree to go through a sanctioning process a disciplinary hearing and then um if they don't do that that they go through a criminal case which is of course more um, time consuming but it's needed so that one can recoup that money then via a court process but one would thought that this is fraud and they could be arrested immediately yeah you can't arrest immediately just based on suspend a uh, suspicion you need to build a case so the departments need to go through and um, uh, assure themselves of the facts and then it must be reported to the um if it's a criminality which it is then we'll go to the saps which then will um go through the case and determine the facts and then involve the national prosecuting authority mm-hmm. then to put this on a court roll and that is what we have with the task team um ex- ex- 
exactly for that purpose so that we can do it as quick as possible. I see. Now, the department has said that some of these recipients may have qualified through misrepresentation, which was uncovered as the systems of the South African Social uh, Security Agency, SASA, were improved and enhanced. Uh, Take us through what that actually means. Um, that is why uh, we, we, when you receive the first bulk, remember when we had COVID, there was a lot of um, uh, afterwards, we, we, one in, um, government looked through all the um, cases where there's possible fraud, especially in supply chain management and so. And that is where SASA and the AG detected that there may be fraud involved with the payment of grants. So, um the system did at that stage not uh, discriminate. If you apply, you immediately got the the grant. But after we saw that um, there was a loophole in the system, then the partial system was linked to the SASA system. And the partial system is the payment system for government officials. So if you now apply as a government official for a a grant, then it will first go through partial and it will then um, red flag you, and then you must um, come and uh, represent your case to SASA and say, this is the reason why I should be qualifying for a child grant or whatever, a child support grant, especially foster care and disability grants. And then that will then um, be um, allowed. But of course, you have cases where um, a public servant may then have, um, especially contravened the um, SASA Act and um, in an illegitimate way um, Mm -hmm. represented themselves as eligible for this. And that is where 1,815 cases of that were referred to the police service, where they will now investigate a criminal case. And um, that will be taken through a court process so that one can recoup the um, funds. Mm -hmm. Uh, Doctor, how long have these thousands of public servants been collecting these grants? There's two, two um, sets of um, scenarios. The first one is those who applied for COVID grants. Now, um, the COVID grants was for six months, and that was between May and October 2020. So it's 350 times um, six months. So uh, the rest is now where we, we're looking at the 33,833, and SASA did a calculation back from 2020. So there may be um, public servants that from 2020 received those grants, and that is the the pool, the 33,000 that we are now um, going through to determine which of those are real cases that one can take forward as um, criminal cases. I thank you so much for your time. That was the Head of Public Administration, Ethics, Integrity and Disciplinary Technical Assistance, the unit at the Department of Public Service and Administration, Dr. Solomon Wochenrat Vermark. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.